Our God is such an awesome God. Thank you everyone so much for tuning into another awesome, inspiring podcast episode. We are going strong in season three of this podcast, and I'm truly grateful for all of your love, prayers, and support. Well, t- awesome, amazing featured guest. Today's featured guest is an awesome woman of God, a woman after God's heart. She is a survivor, a praise dancer, a motivational speaker, a teacher, a published author, the founder and CEO of her own nonprofit, and truly an inspiration to many. Please welcome none other than the pearl of many proverbs herself, Shaniqua Aldrich. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's a blessing to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking uh, the time to uh, come on. Definitely appreciate it. No problem at all. And so um, one of my first questions I have is when you hear Maya Angelou's words, Still I Rise, and Shaka Khan's words, I'm every woman, what do those words mean to you? Um, To be honest, the first time I heard that poem, I may have been in maybe fifth or fourth grade in uh, poetry's always been one of those things that I, tr- I truly hold true to my heart. And, you know, it was a beautiful poem when I heard it when I was in fifth, sixth grade and I enjoyed the words and I knew that the meaning behind it, it had to deal with history and um, African-American woman's strength and what she endured um, slavery times through civil rights, etc. But I didn't understand the depth of what she was talking about until I became a grown woman or until I experienced different things that allowed me to understand the words that she was actually talking about. Um, And so for me, when I hear it now as a grown woman, I I hear strength, I hear endurance, um, I hear freedom, um, I hear joy. I I hear a woman uh, going through struggles and becoming bigger than her burdens and realizing that through it all, God still has her back and he still He's still forever there, um, even in the midst of her pain and her struggles, that she always can rise and she can always come overcome anything that, that comes um, her way. Wow. Amen. Definitely awesome, awesome words and awesome insight. And so you're a teacher and that's so awesome to be able to be in a position where you're able to impact the next generation. So what do you teach and have you always wanted to be a teacher? Um, well, to be honest, I never thought as myself as a teacher, um, never wanted to be a teacher when I was younger, when I was a little girl, when someone used to ask me what I wanted to be when I, when I was older, you know, the, the general question everyone always asks someone when you're in elementary or kindergarten, what do you want to be when you grow up? And for me, when I was a little girl, I wanted to be like Whitney Houston and I wanted to be a lawyer. Um, and those were the answers that I always used to give people growing up, even junior high, middle school, high school, even in college. You know, when I first went away for college and I went to an HBCU, um, I went to Texas Southern University. And when I first went away for school, my, my thing was I want to be able to change the world and, and change policies and procedures and how people look at different people based off of their struggles and where they come from and how policies impact um, our struggles. And so when I first went away for school, I went to school for political science because I was planning on going to law school. And to be honest, you know, in the midst of going through my struggles and things that was happening for me throughout school at the HBCU, you know, my senior year in college, I decided not um, 
to go um, to law school. And I did my I did my first record set to my first semester um, in college. And I realized how hard it was and how big of a fight it was going to be for me to not only become a lawyer, but what I had to endure to get there. Um, no one ever explained to me how classes were and how, you know, even in college, your first few semesters, your first two years is general studies. And that's the same way in law school. And I had an internship, which is really interesting that you asked me that because I had an internship uh, for the city of Houston. I was meant, I was being mentored by uh, a well-known lawyer, and I was, I had a case that wasn't the best case. It was very, um, very <laughs> indifferent, I guess you could say. And there was pictures involved and things that were going against my morals. And I realized at that particular moment that. How can I become a lawyer and I'm still dealing with struggles and I'm still dealing with things um, that are going against my morals and what I stand for as a woman, as a Christian woman. And that's when I decided after almost a full semester of going to law school that I need to do something that I can see results every day. And so um, I decided to switch over and, and do teaching and become a teacher because I felt like education is the one thing that no one can ever take from you. And it's the one thing that every day you can see the minds of these children being shaped. And you have a you play a part in that and you become like a second or third parent or even family for for their for their loved ones. And so I decided to switch it off with that. Wow, that is awesome. Unfortunately, many teachers go unappreciated. So I just definitely want wanted to say thank you. Amen. Thank you. I appreciate it. I think that uh, teaching is one of those things where you have to have a heart for it. Cause you know, it's not, it's not necessarily about the salary. It's about what you do every day and what are you, what are you doing to change the lives of these children, whether it be children who are in elementary, middle school and or high school, you know, I've been teaching for about eight years now, eight or nine years. Um, and I've taught almost every grade level from kindergarten to elementary to middle school to high school, even to adults, you know, this past, these past two and a half years, I've been blessed, um, blessed to be able to have, blessed and honored to be able to have the opportunity to teach adults and high school students who are incarcerated. And so I was given the task of becoming not only a teacher, but I became a mentor and a counselor for those who are incarcerated or who were just released. And I, I was able to teach them their general studies and things that they needed to learn to obtain their high school diploma. But then I was also blessed to be able to um, conjoin regular curriculum with life skill courses where I can teach them about who God is and, and what they're doing with their lives and what type of decisions they made to get to where they are while they're in jail or while they're in prison and what type of lifestyle they want to lead afterwards. And what does their what does their I always ask my kids, what does their tree look like? What type of fruit are you planting or what type of fruit do you want? Um, to be seen on your on your tree. And so those are the type of skills that I try to make sure that my kids understand. Wow, that is truly phenomenal. Um, that you, you're now also not only a teacher, but a, a mentor as well. And it's awesome because, you know, you're, you are walking as the light that you've been called to be in the midst of darkness. And that's truly, truly awesome, truly a blessing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Definitely. I believe that, you know, women and men need to be able to feel that they can go to someone no matter what their situation is, that they don't have to bear the brute of what they're going through alone. So when they have not only a teacher or a mentor, but when they have a, a Christian teacher or mentor who comes in with a, um, 
with godly principles, um, it, it definitely makes the situation better. Amen. And so you also have, are the founder of Pearls of Proverbs. Um, can you share with the listening audience uh, more about that? Yes, I would love to. I um, actually have the vision of um, Pearls of Proverbs when I was a little girl. Um, for those who are jo- joining in, I am an uh, I am a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, and one of our um, our main things is service to all mankind and pearls, right? And that's what that's the stereotypical thing that you remember about AKAs is not only our colors, but what we stand for and what kind of women we are, but pearl you know and uh, you know if you know what a pearl is pearls are like diamonds they're very unique and it takes time for them to be all of what they're supposed to be and to be those beautiful pieces um that you wear or that you see every day and so um i got the name pearls of proverbs um when i was about um to be honest it happened in a vision and it happened when i was about 13 14 years old um and like most people you know you go through your trials and tribulations and your struggles whether it be addictions um, abuse, toxic relationships, etc. cetera. I, I went through those same type of, of spills. And I was the type of person where I've always known who God is and my, my parents raised me to be a certain type of woman, but you know, you have to live, live for yourself and, and go through different struggles, right? Um, and so all those years from 13, 14, I first got that vision from God and he told me what my purpose was and what he wanted me to do. I didn't realize that all of the things that I encountered from 13 all the way to 30, 31, or even 29, I never understood the purpose of it. You know, you you can understand who God is and what he can do for you, but you still carry that burden of why is this happening to me? Or why are these things happening to people that I love or near me and dear to me? And so, you know, I've always had that strength in me and and I I didn't understand what it was for and what his purpose was in in those, those years of experience and all of what I experienced and I realized that, you know, the book of Proverbs is, is truly one of those books where it's, it's my favorite book, first of all, um, because the book of Proverbs, it's it's a built for you to for you to understand his basis and who he is and what he wants you to do. It's instructions on how to live your life in a peaceful way and in a way that's godly in a way that he wants you to be directed for you to fulfill your purpose and what he brought you to, to earth, on earth for. Um, and so that's where the name Pearls of Proverbs came from. We launched in uh, January of this year. Now, mind you, like I said, the vision happened when I was 13 or 14 years old. And it took me, you know, 10, 15, almost 20 years to get to where I am because I was scared and I was running from what God had for me. Um, and so the, the purpose of Pearls and Proverbs, it's a non-Christian um, ministry or a nonprofit. And it launched this year, which I'm so excited about um, because God has great things for us. Um, it's using God's direction in his prayers to reach billions and hundreds and even a, a small doses of people, mainly women who are having struggles, who are dealing with addictions, who need um, guidance and need someone to talk to who's non-biased, who just wants to support them and show them unconditional love like God and godly love and agape love and what it looks like. Um, and being able to lay your burdens down with others because the Lord says when two or three are gathered together, it's much easier for things to get accomplished. And so because I believe in that, I, I started this nonprofit because I felt like, you know, during my struggles and during my tribulations and all of what I've been through, the Lord placed upon my heart that I went through those things, not only because he wanted to see my strength and he wanted to see how much I loved and what my endurance looked like, 
but because he wanted me to be able to give my to give my examples and my wisdom and the things I've been through and to be able to help other young women go through the same the same struggles. Um, and so that's what we're striving for. We're striving to help women uh, obtain um, better jobs and to to have makeovers for those who are dealing with insecurities and uh, counseling and just be a well-rounded place where women can come and they know that we love them and we're just there to support them in all aspects of life. Amen, amen, amen. That is so, so awesome how um, how you received the vision as a young girl and now you're walking in it. And I'm, I'm reminded of, um, of King David in the Bible when he was anointed king as a little boy, but he didn't begin walking into his kingship until later on down the years. And so for those of you who may be listening to this, whatever dream or vision God has given to you, in spite of how things may seem, I just want to encourage you guys not to not to give up. There's an appointed time. And also when God gives a word, there's no there's or a promise. There's no return to sender. Whatever he gives it, it always, always, always accomplishes its purpose so you um you definitely be encouraged that's very true i i when i uh when i think about what you're asking me in regards to that and what you were saying about king david even elijah elijah was here um he didn't know it then but throughout his struggles and what he was going through he became a mentor a man of a man of faith a man of prayer even through all of what he was going through what he was experiencing he became that type of man and so we just want to you know as we're on this podcast we want to just encourage people to always listen to god's hear god's ears and you know god gave us two ears and a mouth for a reason because he wants us to hear and listen more to him and be willing to receive it and bless others with it um, and so that's some of the things that I always try to teach my kids and even teach myself in the midst of what uh, I go through and all my struggles and my daily convictions and things that go on every day. Because, you know, no man, no man knows how your day's going to go, but you do know in the end, God has the last say so. Um, and so, you know, that's what I was t- speaking about, even with the Proverbs, you know, Proverbs 69, it clearly states that a man's mind plan, a man mind plans his ways, but the Lord directs his steps and his paths. And so you have to always remember that even in the midst of your pain, even in the midst of your struggles, your addictions and what you're going through, that God has purpose. He has a plan for you. And if you can always remember that, it'll make your life so much easier through your pain, through your struggles, your agony, things that you're going through, whoever's listening, that God has a way for you. And his plan is always to see you succeed. He just needs you to believe and have faith in that. Amen. That is so true. So true. Thank you. And speaking of that, um, you've written a book, From Pain to Purpose. Would you mind sharing about that? Yeah. So um, I was speaking about it earlier. I've always been a writer. Um, I've always been the type of person where I'm, I'm really good at expressing myself, whether it be through visuals like arts and poetry, but also through my words. And so I've been writing poetry almost pretty much all my life. And basically what, I, what happened was I went through some major pains and some major setbacks in the last um, three to five years that, to be honest, the average woman or the average person went through some of the struggles that I've been through. You know, if they don't know who Christ is, they'll learn to know who he is or they will find them, themselves in, in a deeper ditch than where they were before. And so, I, you know, I went through depression. I went through different um, different setbacks, abuse and all kinds of things um, over the last uh, few years of my life. And I, I realized in my process, I didn't realize it then, but at the end of my process, I realized that what was going on was God was preparing me for greatness. And he wanted to make sure that I was that I was ready for what he had for my life. 
Um, and you know, even to this day, of course, I still deal with struggles. We all deal with struggles, but to know that where you were is not where you are anymore is the, the biggest blessing you could ever have. And so I, I was praying and I fasted for about, uh, to be honest, I prayed and I fasted for about a year and a half. Um, and because I was going through something really big and, and it was at a place where I was filled with rage, anger, um, hurt, disappointment, a lot of things just compiled all at one time, you know, and that's the one thing about, you know, us as human beings, our flesh can only take so much, um, because that's what the way the Lord made us. And so my flesh was taken a lot, a lot at one time. It was, it was as if all of what I always feared, all of my insecurities, anger, rage, uh, disappointment, the things that what was happening around me and to me was all happening at one time. And the best thing that I knew how to get out of that situation was not only through prayer and fasting, but to be honest, it was through my, my writing and my poetry. My, and I, I believe that not only God and my prayers and those praying for me at that time, my family, my mother, my grandmother, etc. Um, but my words, my poetry saved me. And that was my therapy. That was the way that I, I felt that the Lord could hear me most. And so I would take time throughout that year and a half uh, span of just praying and fasting. I took time out to go to the beach and go to places, the mountains. And I used to just sit for hours and just write. It was therapeutic and it was like a diary for me. And so the Lord gave me a vision at the end of, of my, um, of my tunnel or what was going on with me. He told me to just continue to write. And so I continued to write through my purpose and through my pain and all of what was happening. And I realized in the process of me writing that my pain became my purpose. And so I blended in all of these diaries that I used to, that I was writing um, over this course, these three to five years also um, before then when I was a little girl. So those who are reading, who will read my book, they'll, they can see um, the levels and the experiences that I experienced through um, my lifetime and things that I dealt with. That's very similar to a lot of other women that don't like to talk about things. You know, we were so scared as women and as human beings to speak about things that cause us pain toxic relationships, abuse, um, you know, things, insecurities, you know, your father may, may not be in your life, your mother may not be in your life or they are, and they're not um, being the best parents that you know they can be or what God has for them. And so these are the type of things that I talk about in my book, but I write them out through poetry. So you'll see um, poems that speak about what was happening during my life at that time. And it'll have a date, a stamp on it. And then I'll break it down to what it looks like now and how God took my pain and now what it looks like today, what my purpose was through that story. And so you're going to go through stories and of poems and, and bibliography basically of who I am and what God has done for me and brought me through and then what it looks like now and, and how his purpose has really um, drawn out the way for this book and drawn out the way for my nonprofit. And so I'm just happy about what God is has done, what he did even in the midst of my pain, what he's doing now and what he has for me and what he has for this nonprofit and this book and how it's going to bless um, not only women, but just bless people in general so they can see what what God looks like and how he can bring you through anything. Wow. Truly, truly amazing. And it's awesome because you are walking and you're walking in greatness. And it reminds me, you know, we all see butterflies beautiful butterflies flying around, but we never realized how many times the butterfly thought about giving up while it was still in the cocoon. We never, we never realized how many times the better the butterfly may have like felt like throwing in the towel or just, you know, calling it quits while 
it was still Nakum, but inch by inch, day by day, it, it persevered. And now because of all that's went through, it carries the strength as it flies into you. It's destiny. It's truly awesome. Amen. That That's very true. And you know, that's really interesting. My, my great grandfather used to always um, call me when I used to go through my struggles or when I was being stubborn. He also called me, he used to call me a black butterfly. You're such a beautiful little black butterfly. I just wish you would just, just hold on to what God has for you. And uh, you know, when you're a little girl and, you, and your grandparents or your parents tell you little things like that, you don't really pay attention to them. You don't understand the meaning behind them because it's, it's so in depth, but it's, it's the truth. You know, everyone goes through their things and sometimes what we lack uh, in our abilities to understand and out of our control, if we just leave it to God and let God take control of it, it, it allows us to grow and allows uh, us to be able to bless others with our stories. And so I definitely uh, have come to realization that, you know, let go and let God, that that quote right there really is big because if you just learn to just let go and let God do what he's supposed to do, even in the midst of your struggles, your pains, in the midst of your triumphs and your burdens and what you believe you're going through by yourself, you know you're never alone and God always has your back, even when it seems like he doesn't. Yes, amen. That's that's awesome. So where um, is the book out? Where can it be published? I mean, purchased? So I'm in the process of actually publishing it right now. Um, I launched it in January with my nonprofit. And so COVID had a, a little setback for me um, with everything going on and, you know, obviously finances and et cetera, and me focusing on my kids as a teacher. And so I had a little setback, but by the end, uh, by the end of this summer, fall, it's definitely going to be out. They'll be able to purchase it on the, my website, Pearls of Proverbs. Um, as well as through um, social media um, and obviously contacting me visually and through the church. And so there's all different avenues and hopefully it'll be on Amazon eventually. Um, and so that's my overall goal is for it to be on Amazon and my prayer is that it will reach um, enough to where I can have it at Barnes and Nobles eventually. So I'm just praying that the Lord will thrust it in the direction it's supposed to go. Amen. I already see it's going to be on on um, Oprah's book club. Oh, amen. That would be a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, wow. How do you uh, how do you balance everything? There's only 24 hours in each day. How do you? I do know it? it's only 24 hours in a day, and like I used to tell my my grandma all the time, it's only 24 hours in a day. And eventually, I'm going to have to stop. But the reality of it is, is right now I'm just going to keep on moving, and I. I take every day, every hour, um, every moment of the day. I don't take it lightly. I understand that the Lord has a, a time clock on my on my on my life, and I just want to make sure that while I'm here, I'm blessing others and I'm doing what He told me to do. And so I just keep myself balanced through prayer, obviously, um, having spiritual parents, um, Pastor Pastor Jones, Lady Jones, my parents, my actual parents, and just women of the church who back who give me their support, their love, my friends and family. Um, and I always take breaks because I'm a teacher. So I believe in taking breaks. And so I try to every three to four months, I try to take a break and go somewhere, even if it's for four or five days and traveling, because that really allows me to just get deep, deeply rooted in him and deeply rooted in just enjoying culture, enjoying life, because you don't want to sit down and just let life pass you by. You want to enjoy the moments that you do have. Um, and so I do that. Of course, I have a planner and I have a little OCD, I guess you can say, because I have a planner. Um, I have a planner for my for teaching. I have a planner for my nonprofit <laughs> and my book. And then I have my regular planner because I don't like to mix things up. And I always try to make sure that I'm organized and I keep my word. So whatever I tell someone I'm going to do, whether it be community service, teaching, etc., I try to make sure I, I check 
I check everything and I, I, you know, I put my dots on my eyes and I cross my T's. And so I just try to make sure that I'm always organized as much as humanly possible and enjoy the little things in life. Amen. That's, that's awesome. Definitely. Um, that could definitely help a lot of people. And so speaking of helping a lot of people, if there's a young lady out there listening who maybe has been through or who is still going through um, or who needs some help or some hope or advice as she journeys through the storms of life, what advice would you give to her? Um, if someone wants to give me advice as a young lady, even to this day, I try to always embody and tell people that um, forgiveness isn't for others, but it's for you. And um, you have to identify what you need to heal, not only internally, but externally. And that God will see you through all things, uh, even when it feels like it just keeps on raining and the storms keep thrusting, that God has a plan for you and the rainbow will come. You know, um, that pride goes before destruction. Um, Proverbs 16, 18, which is one thing that I've learned through my struggles because I was dealing with pride and not coming to people when I was experiencing uh, those issues that I was having. And sometimes just opening up and having someone to talk to outside of just prayer really helps. And so you just have to know um, know what you need to do to progress and to become better in your journey. Um, and I was able to move closer um, through my purpose when I was able to just give myself to God and truly forgive wholly and, and have deliverance in him and understand that he can do all things. Um, and so those are the type of things that I would say. You can't expect your full potential if you're always um, embarking on your on your past. And so in order to get to your present, you have to do with your past. And so we have to do, have to have more conversations about healing and what mental health, positive mental health looks like and how can we receive those helps in the best way possible for ourselves. definitely um, pearls of wisdom there thank you so much and so how can people connect with you Um, so you're always able to connect me through social media um, pearls of proverbs um, LLC it's open so you're always willing to come on there and and give me messages I always try to email and or direct message back Um, I also I can be found um, at Family Bible Fellowship um, which is in Newark California um, and so they can find me through that. And then I have my website, which is prosaproverbs.com or .org. I have two. Um, that way I'm always accessible to people. Um, but IG or social media is the easiest way because it's direct. It's right to my phone and I'll be able to, to get to you as soon as possible. I'm willing and able to help. Thank you again so much for coming on. Um, to the world, you may be one person. But to one person, you may be the world. Thank you again. Amen. Thank you very much. I appreciate being being on your podcast. It's a humbling experience. And I pray that your po- podcast is able to bless many others. Amen. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Have- well, thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in to an amazing podcast episode. I pray you are truly blessed. Um, I've been asked before, and if you do desire to um, contribute um, or support or sow a seed into this podcast you can my cash app is the dollar sign Brian Davy, which is the combination my first and middle name uh, Brian David 888 it's the dollar sign Brian Davy 888 or you can email me at David B as in boy D as in David P as in Peter 
35 at yahoo.com. That's David BDP 35 at yahoo.com. And this was an amazing episode. Shaniqua Aldrich, um, I pray that you were greatly blessed and inspired and reignited in your hopes, your dreams, and your passions. And as always, this is BDP Brian David Porter, living in purpose, on purpose, intentionally. Until next time, you guys be blessed. Amen. Thank you.